Welcome to the Marvel Events Timeline, the podcast that takes you on a journey through Timely, Atlas, and Marvel Comics, one event at a time. Here are your hosts, Travis Bowe and Brian Lockhart. Welcome to Marvel Events Timeline. My name's Travis. My name's Brian. How's it going, sir? I, it's going great. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Uh, how... <laughs> you're, you're you're not a guest. Well, that's true. <laughs> you're a host. <laughs> I've been guesting so much, I forgot what it was like to host. <laughs> right. Uh, well, welcome to your new podcast, sir. Well, thank you, thank you for asking me to join you on this journey through the time stream. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna talk some comics in a very long format. Yeah, extremely long <laughs> from 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 where we're starting from. So that yeah. should be uh, it, it should be an adventure. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into what the plan is for Marvel events timeline, let's let's I guess introduce the people, the wonderful listeners at home to like who we are. Well, well, Travis, I would say please introduce yourself. Ah. Uh, well, I have been podcasting over at Real Comic Heroes since 2015, and over there we do uh, a comic book movie podcast. And kind of like you'll 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 find out in this show, the format is really just stolen from from that podcast. Uh, <laughs> essentially, we made a big list of comic book movies. We started in 1951 with Superman and the Mole Men. And we're working towards the present, reviewing movies as we go. And so that's kind of what we're going to do on on this podcast. We're going to jump back into the late 30s and early 40s and talk about comics and work towards the present. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my, uh, my long-running podcast, Real Comic Heroes. And then I, do a, I did a podcast called Watchmen Minute, where where myself and fellow Movies by Minutes podcaster Eric Nash, we we looked at the director's cut of Zack Snyder's Watchmen one minute at a time, which I know sounds crazy. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't four hours like the Snyder cut. Of <laughs> there you Justice go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, there you, you got, you're infinitely qualified for this format considering it's a Movies by Minutes kind of sister show. But also your yeah. real comic heroes and your movies by minute was done on a comic book movie. So yeah, yeah. What about you, sir? Where uh, where can other people find you? What have you been up to? Well, I am the co-host of the Marine Corps Movie Minute with my uh, co-host Jack Perry. Uh, he was a fellow Marine with myself, and we decided to uh, review movies one minute at a time using the movie by minute format, but focusing on movies of the Marine Corps. We completed. Uh, Heartbreak Ridge, which is a Clint Eastwood classic, as I like to call it, uh, it's not as not as well known as some of the other Marine Corps movies or movies starring Marines, like A Few Good Men or Say Full Metal Jacket. But it's one of my favorites, and so we started there. Uh, yeah. That is that's completed, but uh, we're currently on hiatus. At some point, I will get around to Full Metal Jacket, which is the one everybody knows. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but that's you know that's really my history with podcasting. That was my kind of first jump right into it, and and uh, it, it was it's a fun format that I you know I'm looking forward to doing it again. In the meantime, while currently being on a hiatus, I'm 
pretty much guesting on any show that'll have me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's fun to be a guest. You have none of the responsibility and all the fun. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if, if listeners aren't aware of the movies by minutes format, it was started, I think back in 2013, uh, by Pete and Alex over at star Wars minute. And they've kind of set the, set the bar as far as that format and, and really, it just kind of grew out of that and several other podcasters, you know, took a movie franchise of their own and, and broke it down. Not every, not every show sticks to the, the, the same exact format, but essentially it's, you know, you're looking at a movie one minute at a time and really just getting granular with the, the details and, and, and the subject matter. And that's kind of what we're going to do on this show. Not, we're not going to necessarily look at every page, you know, at a time or anything like that, but we're going to kind of take that training, I guess, that we got from doing movies by minute podcasting and, you know, use that to kind of help us examine uh, the comics that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Cause as, as what is precedent, you always start at, you have to start at the beginning. You know, you, you yep. have to go release order. <laughs> Absolutely. And and comics being the, the type of medium that it is, and you always need to get the next issue, and you always need to, you know, find out one event leads into the next. You know, ironically, we're talking about events. You you know, you got to, it's best to start at the beginning because everything kind of builds from there. And, and so that's, you know, what we're doing, but also the granular all right, let's look at some of the let's look at some of the behind the scenes stuff, or let's look at some of the meat of this actual issue instead of just talking about the plot. Let's say, yeah, I mean, I think that probably kind of covers what what we've been up to as far as podcasting goes. Um, you know, it's a as far as like the movies by minutes community, it's a big big community. There have been meetups. You know, we've we've met people. We've come you know, like friend groups have formed you know, out of that community and there's a big Facebook kind of massive group where everyone can kind of talk to each other and, and everything. So it's, it's become quite the community. Um, and hopefully we have a little bit of that, you know, with this show and, and we build our own community, but like you said, like we got to start somewhere and we're going to start at the beginning. Right. Yeah, it works. And, and, and just before I forget, I, I do want to mention, since we did mention Movies by Minutes, we've talked about it in the you know community that is, there is moviesbyminutes.com, and you can oh, yeah. get a list of all the shows that have used that format in some form or another. There's about 200 as of recording time. Which is crazy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're, they're like, this is, kind of like like you said, like this is kind of a spinoff of that. Uh, you know, like I would say like a sister show or something like that but then there are also other people that are doing like music one album at a time and you know it it kind of has evolved from there so yeah it's it's a very versatile format and it's it's really tv shows one episode at a time that sort of thing yeah if i ever get bold and ambitious i i want to do jag one minute at a time because that's one of those shows where it's so dumb but it's so good (laughs) (laughs) but i would say that this comics issue by issue or event by event as we're doing fits well into that format because you, you yeah. have clear stopping points of the issue itself, but also the event or crossover or whatever you want to, you know, we end up talking yeah. about that episode. Uh, should we talk about our comic book history and like where we, where we come from, you know, as far as what we've read, what we grew up reading, 
um, actually talk about you know comic books for a minute? Yeah, certainly, since that's the focus of this show, we might as well, yeah. you know, it, yes, we're podcasters, but we're, we're comic book fans first. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah, so well, what about you? So, Travis, how did you get into comics? Like, what was your... What was your first issue that you remember either buying on your own or at least reading? I, the, I know the first comic that I owned was, uh, it was Batman number 498. And actually my sister bought it for me. We were in an Osco drugstore and uh, this would have been in August of 93. As far as like when the issue came out, Batman 498, it's the... It's the issue directly after Bane uh, breaks Batman's back. Oh, and so the okay. the cover I I remember just seeing the cover and it's Bane and Catwoman and Bane is just like pulling at the the cape and cowl like he's stretching it like ripping it apart almost. Um, I just remember that like that just was so striking to me. Um, I just kind of had to have it. You know, that's that's definitely the first comic that I was like please buy me that and then around the same time in my like in grade school you know I was I was into the comic book trading cards a lot uh, especially the uh like the 1992 I think maybe 93 uh, uh skybox collection of like uh, Jim Lee illustrated X-Men trading cards. Like it oh, was yeah. just a set of, of X-Men cards that, yeah, Jim Lee drew every single card. Um, and th- so those were big. Yeah. Those trading cards were huge back then. And I had yeah. most of those sets. I, I wasn't a big, you know, baseball card collector or anything like that, but I got, yeah. I got big into those cards. <laughs> yeah. So I think like right around that same time, I mean, I was, I was trading cards back and forth and buy, I mean, all my allowance money was going to comic book cards. And then um, that somehow kind of transitioned into the the kids that I was buying or trading these cards with. Someone eventually brought in a, a comic book and said, you know, do you want this? Um, and I definitely remember one of those first issues was uh, it'd be Spider-Man number 27. Um, it's titled uh, There's Something About a Gun. From October of '92. Yeah, I remember and, that one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's like it deals with uh, some kid being bullied on the playground, and then he gets a gun from his, I think, his brother, and he brings it to school, and somehow Spider-Man gets involved and and stops him before he makes a a bad decision, and um, I, I just I had that issue. I read it tons of times. Um, and then somewhere around there, like, uh, I remember Wolverine number 50 was a big (laughs) issue for me because it had like this bright yellow cover that with, uh, um, three slash marks in it that were, you know, die cut. So it was, you could see the cover underneath that. And it was like a file folder of like Wolverine's, you know, memories and, and his history because it was that issue dealt with like, he's in a, a weapon X facility and they have like sets of his previous memories and like someone going to great lengths to like confuse him basically. And from that point it was just disconnected comics. I, I would pretty much get anything I could get my hands on, uh, especially Spider-Man and X-Men uh, Wolverine. I mean, I didn't have any two issues that were back to back, so I could never you know, follow a storyline um, until much later. 
you know, it probably until 1997 when the Deadpool, uh, like his first ongoing series came out. That's probably when I first started buying a one particular book, you know, over and over. I mean, that one I would, and that's even like going to Walmart and, or, or drugstores and like trying to just find, just, just randomly finding the next issue. Um, <laughs> I, I had never stepped foot in a comic book store at that point. So, yeah, it was a lot easier to find comics on the street back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my like early days as far as getting into comics. And then, you know, I'm buying like random other things, X-Men and, and things like that. But th- that was really what got me into comics. And of course, you know, Batman, the animated series, the Spider-Man animated series and X-Men, like those were big uh, factors into getting me into the characters so, uh, what about you? Like, what is your, what's your early comic book history? I mean, I got pictures of myself as, as like a one, two year old and Superman underoos and stuff like that. Um, yeah. you know, birthday parties. I had a neighbor whose birthday was two days after mine or before mine. So she was Wonder Woman and I was Superman on the cake, you know, stuff like that. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and for me, I just always kind of grew up with it, um, you know, I was I remember watching the old '70s Spider-Man um, mm. TV show slash movie of the week type type thing. I loved it. It's garbage, but I loved it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Superman, Christopher Reeve. How can you not love that guy as Superman? I yeah. love Superman. Uh, had a lot of the toys. You know, I just had I had a couple of the Migos or Mego. I always call them Mego, but I think they're Mego. And yeah. you know, I had some of those as a, as a kid. I just I just kind of grew up liking spider-man liking superman those are two main guys you know there's incredible hulk tv series i used to catch sure you know i love that um uh wonder woman tv show i mean just really just pop culture uh spider-man is amazing friends all, all that type of thing so i was already primed to want to read comics based on my love of these characters through coloring books and and anything else i can I get my hands on I, I distinctly remember buying my first comic at a Wegmans uh, grocery store, which is, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it, Wegmans isn't the Wegmans that it, that it was <laughs> <laughs> back then that it is now. You know, um, it was just a local grocery store and they had a spinner rack. And I I grabbed Marvel Tales number 214 uh, from 1988. So I assume I got it right around, you know, when it came out. Uh, it was just on a spinner rack, and it was it was I at the time I had no idea that Marvel Tales was a reprint yeah. of either Marvel Team Up or Amazing Spider Man. Typically, was that the did that have Aunt May and Doc Ock on the cover? No, this one is okay. Spider Man tackling Nightcrawler mm. on a roller coaster at like yeah a fair. okay yeah yeah and it, in the corner is Punisher with a shotgun and it says in a cameo by Punisher. Huh. And, and and I was like, <laughs> I gotta get this thing, and yeah, yeah. and I think it's I think it also is the like it, it it ends with the Punisher on a gondola about to shoot both of them or something like that. Yeah, and I just remember this is the greatest thing ever. I mean, I didn't know anything <laughs> about the Punisher. I thought Nightcrawler was a bad guy, <laughs> but it was it was such a cool cover. And again, I, it wasn't until years later that I realized that Marvel Tales, most of the Marvel Tales, I ended up getting at some point were all reprints of Marvel team-ups with a few amazing Spider-Mans in there, you know, thrown in. So that was my first actual comic I bought. 
uh, every once in a while I would go back and, and, and I believe it was mostly Marvel Tales that I would grab a uh, an issue from the uh, spinner rack. So at some point somebody brought in to school and this is probably around fifth grade and and that's about this I was probably in fifth grade when I bought that that comic the first time. There was also the greatest Batman stories ever told, like kind of um, gra- not graphic novel, I guess, uh, w- which was just reprints of all the old 30s. Sure. You know, uh, there was a bunch of different ones. And I remember that kind of making its way around school and, and just kind of being fascinated by that, but not really <laughs> not really <laughs> having a, the attention span to sit there and read the whole thing and yeah, just kind of yeah. thumbing through it. But um, yeah, but like I said, I was already kind of hooked because of that Spider-Man. So I think it was right around seventh grade when I really like got all in because I distinctly remember somebody bringing in Uncanny X-Men number 272. It was part seven of the Extinction Agenda. It was Jim Lee. And the only thing I remember about it, I, I actually do remember, actually, I was going to say, the only thing I remember is the the cover, which is Storm standing there with Cable and, and uh, Archangel and Wolverine all looking at just as badass as they can. And, and I, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know who any of these characters were, like not at sure. all. And then I do remember it looking in the issue, and spoiler alert, this is when Storm becomes Storm again. And I was just like, wow, what, what the hell's going on? But I love it. <laughs> yeah. And and so from there, I was like, I, I really was kind of more into comics. I wanted it a little more. I think some people brought some in here and there. So this is where I really turn up the juices of becoming a junkie and really getting hooked is there was a, a Sears catalog for like at Christmas time had a, um, it was like 1991, I think was the first year they did it. And they did it for a couple of years, but it was like this, collector set um of comics it was like it came with a uh, let's see it came with a orange box with wolverine hulk spider-man captain america on it and Mm. it says marvel comic book collection and and it was like a small box not a long box it was like small but it was orange and black i still have it (laughs) i still have it yeah uh it came with like a, a bunch of bags a Marvel superheroes poster, which I had on my wall for years. <laughs> uh, it was like the old school kind of versions of the, like the classic versions of the, of the characters you would think. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you, you said it came with bags. What were the bags? Just, um, just plastic, like mylar bags, you know, like, com- <laughs> it, okay. you know, it, no boards. I don't think it came with boards. And then it yeah. came with like two comic book collecting books. Like you're talking about <laughs> like one was a collector's like, um, a price edition, you know, a price guide. Oh, yeah, yeah. And another, like, told us, like, I remember reading about it. It says, you know, if you go to conventions, some people like to dress up. So, like, when I, oh, when, wow. I when I finally went to my first convention, probably in ninth grade, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con because I didn't, <laughs> you know, you're reading yeah. about it. You didn't know it was, like, some some hotel ballroom yeah. that, they, you know, just some guys with long boxes put out. But it didn't matter. I still loved it, and I still bought yeah. whatever I could. And it came with like random, it came with like 25 to 50 comics, I think, or maybe like 25. And they were all just random. Uh, okay. Some, yeah, it was someone like Ghost Rider. I think I got a, I think I got like a Conan, a Gru. You know, there's like just some, <laughs> sure. Just, yeah, some it, it were garbage, but some were Marvel Tales, you know, just a Namor, I remember. It was like, so it was just, but it was like a, it was a sampling of what was available. Yeah. And, and you know, and that, that was enough for me, but I had a friend of mine, and, and it was probably about eighth grade by the time I started doing this. His older brother had a bunch of comics that he was no longer into, 
Now, I'm pretty sure my friend probably stole them from his older brother <laughs> and didn't actually get permission, but he started selling them to me. Well, yeah. I didn't really have, a, you know, I didn't have any access to money, so I would basically skip lunch and I'd buy mm. I'd buy all these comics at cover price. But they yeah. were yeah, they were a little bit older, so they were like 75 cents or a dollar at the most. I think I think at the time comics were like a buck and I was buying yeah. these for like 75 cents, so I'd save as much money as I could and I ended up getting a ton of old Amazing Spider-Man around the gang war time. Okay. Where he's, where he's in the black. Oh, they were mostly black costume Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. That was a really cool uh, series. I, or it was, yeah. or it was like Peter Parker Spider-Man. I forget. But it was like I got those, and and um, uh, I can't think who wrote them, but it was somebody famous that, that, that would go on to do other stuff, and and it was just. I was just loved it because a lot of the stuff was more Spider-Man was kind of dealing with a lot more of the dark stuff then. And he was dealing with a lot more street level, um, you know, gang activity and and just uh, it, it, it wasn't, it was often that you see Daredevil or Punisher show up in these issues. In fact, I, that's how I ended up getting the, um, uh, Craven's last hunt was through, Mm collecting from my friend's older brother <laughs> and, and so i got all those issues and, and it was like the rose i was like man i thought the rose oh, was man. the best villain you know ever and i was like this is so <laughs> cool i had the the you know the origin of the hobgoblin you know when they revealed oh, yeah. i was like man this is i was so sucked in because it was such good stuff that i had no context of but i was just getting them basically one issue at a time and i was yeah. i was reading them but the other thing i got too was like almost every issue of marvel's transformers I'm only missing like five issues. <laughs> oh wow! Because he had almost all of them, and then by the time I actually like started regularly going to a comic shop, there was maybe a gap of I'd probably say about ten, where yeah. you know where I was like, oh, like the the series is still out there, and I would just get whatever I could. But it was, I mean, they're not great, but there's some good stuff in there, and and that's what really got me got me hooked. Uh, from there, it was like. I, once I got a paper route, my dad would take me at least once a month, if not twice, uh, twice a month to the, the comic shop. And I would just, you know, save my money for my paper route. And I would, I remember walking around and I would grab everything that interested me either because I wanted the next issue or it was a cool cover. Yeah. And then, and then I would, <laughs> I would have to do the mental math in my head <laughs> yep. and I would start putting stuff back as I would walk yep. around the store. And, you know, my dad would sit out there and read while he was waiting for me and, and cause he knew I was going to take forever and he did, you know, <laughs> humor me. And I would just like walk around and just put stuff back. And finally I'm like, okay, I make my decision. I lay them all out and I got this and. And it was great when they were comics were a buck because I always knew how much sure. I was going to spend. <laughs> yeah. Once yep. they started, you know, dollar twenty five. Like, oh come on, I got to do extra math now. But yeah, I was I was a big junkie until about the time I joined the Marine Corps, and of course that mm. you know that um kind of put things on hold for a while. Sure. And actually, um, here and there I would pick stuff up. I, I remember uh, Operation Zero Tolerance was out at the time. And I was like, man, that sounds pretty cool. Let me, you know, I would get a couple issues here and there, but nothing ever really stuck. I really couldn't get yeah. get into it, and I really didn't have the the finances for it. But once I got out, and and it was like right around 2000 when they kind of Marvel had a renaissance. Um, they really revitalized themselves, I think. And I was yeah. buying, I was buying everything I could get my hands on, and you know, not so much now. Now I mostly focus on the the Marvel app, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I was a big junkie for a long time. 
Yeah, I kind of, I kind of pause. Like I, like I said, when I got regularly buying stuff in 97, 98, I was finally kind of like you, like I'd, I'd get taken to a comic book store, you know, like in 98, 99. Um, and I would just buy whatever I kind of could with whatever money I had. I remember doing that, that comic book math of like, <laughs> you know, this is, one ninety nine. This is two ninety nine. You know how many can I get with my ten dollars or whatever? Um, yeah, putting things back because it's like oh, I don't have enough. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like, I don't know if I took a break because I definitely remember that, like there's a little bit of a gap between two thousand and like two thousand. I don't know three or four. Not a big gap, but like then I got. Um, into buying Spawn comics in 2002-ish, 2003 maybe. Um, got super into Spawn, so I was buying up every, trying to buy every back issue I could. And at that point, it, it was a 10-year-old, you know, comic, uh, or, you know, comic series. Um, so I was trying to buy everything. I started reading through all those, and like I bought way more than I've I've read. You know, I still haven't gone through the entire run of Spawn because I was like. I'm going to buy them all. And then I'm one day I'm just going to sit down and read them all. You know, I still, I haven't done that, but, um, read a big, a good chunk of them. But, um, and then I definitely remember getting into, I think around 2005 or six, I got a subscription to amazing Spider-Man. Just, just a straight up, like through the mail, you could, you could do Marvel comics through the mail. Oh, yeah. And I was doing, you know, Amazing Spider-Man. I think I had, like, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Captain America, <laughs> and I don't know, maybe one other one. I did and, the same uh, thing. Those same, okay. those exact two. Um, yeah. Yeah, once I started, that that was the other thing. When I started having a little bit of money from a paper route, yeah. I saw that you could, you know, I filled out the little subscription thing, and those were the two that I got consistently, Amazing Spider-Man and Captain America. And then I remember going into what, what became my longtime comic book shop because uh, we have like three or four in town that I would just kind of go to, you know, if I was on this side of town, I'd go to this one. I wasn't really loyal to any one comic book shop. Um, and then I went into, uh, it was, it's called, now it's called comic book university. Um, I think at the time it was downtown comics. It was like a branch, you know, like a, uh, there were four downtown comics, one on the North side, one on the South side, and then one East and West. And, uh, yeah, I w I would go to the one on the South side. And then that guy, he bought the, the store out and became comic book university. But it's like, I walked into the store and he was the first guy to ever be like, Hey, do you want to start a poll list and I can just pull everything you want for a month. And, and, you know, you come in whenever and, or for, you know, buy, I'll pull everything you want for the week and then you come in and, and, you know, pay for them or whatever. And, um, that was right around the time that, uh, world war Hulk was happening. Um, cause I think I had just read, uh, planet Hulk as like a, the collected, you know, hardcover collected thing. And so I started, he started pulling uh, World War Hulk and then, you know, that's around, I don't know, that's late, like 2007, 2008, maybe. That sounds um, about right. Yeah. Yeah. That was around so I, Civil War time. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2006 was Civil War, I think. So that yeah. was like right after. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm buying like that kind of stuff. And then I think I went in, so that became my comic book store. Um, and then I got into, like I went in one day and I was like, 
I have I've only ever read a handful of DC comics, like some Superman stuff, uh, some Batman stuff. And then I was like, what should I do DC wise? And he was like, well, check out Green Lantern. Um, so I started reading Green Lantern and this was like right at this is probably like 2010. Um, and it's like right as uh, they're starting to introduce like the different colored lanterns. So you get like I think the red lanterns were the first like other colored lantern aside from like Sinestro with, with you know, yellow. the yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the red lanterns were a big deal. So I start reading that and that's right around, what was that countdown to 52? Like they, DC was doing like a 52, you know, yeah, it was, before, bef- right before the new 52. Um, yeah, it was, it called, was, like a, it was oh. called countdown. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. So, it was countdown. It was, I think it was just called 52 and then okay. the, the sequel to that was countdown and the sequel was garbage and 52 was good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of going on. Um, So I'm like just getting into Green Lantern and then DC decides like, hey, we're restarting everything. You know, in 2011, like uh, New 52 came out. So that's when I like I jumped into DC hardcore Um, Batman, Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. They thankfully didn't change really anything. They kept the status quo of everything Green Lantern and, and Batman. Um, so I like, I dove into DC in a big, big way. Um, and I was still buying, um, Marvel stuff. Um, you know, pretty much I've never stopped buying Spider-Man and Captain America and Punisher. I stuck with DC all through new 52. And then when they relaunched rebirth, I really, that just drove me away from DC. So it kind of pushed me into Marvel even harder. And then... Yeah, I mean, once uh, a couple years ago, I got into the the Marvel Unlimited app. I mean, I still have a pull list at, at my comic book store, but I'm really not reading much that I'm pulling. I just collect them, and then I'm reading everything on the Marvel Unlimited app. So, yeah, I, I'm I've I've pretty much no longer get like a monthly or weekly comics anymore. I mean, I'll go in for a special issue here or there, and I do like to support the comic shop my local comic shop the best I can, but everything's kind of gone app based or, um, trades at this point. Okay. Partly cause I just, I just don't have the room anymore. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I could, I could blow money on comics if I want, but yeah. there's more important things to blow money on. And, you know, I, I actually first got into the app. Uh, my co-host Perry had the DC universe app before mm. everything folded. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it was actually a pretty cool app. He, you know, he, he loaned it to me and, you know, so I was started reading some of the, um, what is it? The rebirth stuff. Cause I was interested yeah. and I'm like, Oh, they're bringing the original Superman back. How's, mm-hmm. how's this going to work? And, and I, I never got into the, you know, the, the new 52. Uh, I tried, oh, okay. I just, I just never got into it. But, but I, by that point I was, I was kind of getting out of comics on a, on a regular basis, you know, like I, I no longer could handle the, the continuous, um, events and the continuous, you know, like, Oh God, I got to get the next issue. Got to get the next issue. <laughs> yeah. By that point I was like already dwindling what I was collecting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously when that, that, that app kind of went away, I was, I was looking around for, some stuff and I know I, I talked to you Travis offline a few times about it and you're like no I recommend it so yeah yeah so I'm so glad I got it which <laughs> <laughs> through through our conversations about what we're reading and and suggesting to each other and and stuff like that that's kind of where our conversation for this podcast started oh, yeah yeah just yeah. just from that app 
Uh, I think it's a, a great app. I'm, I'm going back through all the classic X-Men because, you know, years past, I, I have a lot of the actual X-Men, Uncanny X-Men floppies from like 200 on. To, yeah. I mean, it was past 300 at that point and with, with some gaps here and there. And that was always my goal when I went to like the, the you know, Comic-Cons. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and fill the gaps. And it just, it, it, it was a bit too much. So I started, <laughs> I started getting the essentials actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> And yeah. they're great because you can read them, but they were, you know, they're newspaper print. They're black and white. Yeah. You're not yeah. getting the full story uh, or the yeah. full experience, I should say. Uh, but so, so now going back and I'm, I'm reading, you know, X-Men from the beginning on the app. And it's just, it's so great. Like the colors are vibrant and stuff I never, you know, I just wouldn't have had access to unless I yeah. you know, put down a, a pretty penny. So, uh, you know. I, but I was a DC guy myself. I, I, let me just say, I'm a Marvel guy through and through. Always have oh, been. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Make mine Marvel. <laughs> However, Superman is probably one of the greatest. I mean, he's to me, Superman and Spider-Man are tied for the two best uh, superheroes out there. Mm. Um, I mean, are they always my favorite? I think Captain America and Wolverine could be my favorite at times. <laughs> but, but But... Superman and Spider-Man will always have a, a, a place in my heart. And I, I think it's, it's like, it's like choosing which kid you love the most type thing. It's like, you know, um, yeah. I, I love them both <laughs> for different yeah, reasons, yeah. but, sure. uh, yeah, I got, I really got sucked into DC. I, you know, when I was collecting, uh, my first go around high school, middle school, it was all Marvel few DC things here and there just couldn't get into it. Um, post uh i think it was i think it was around emperor joker time frame that i was you know i i got all the death of superman stuff which i thought was great that was another yeah. big thing you know right right at a key top moment of my of my collecting but yeah as far as you know batman i mean as far as dc i should say um i it was right around emperor joker time frame that i was like man i really like the art this is fascinating you know like joker's in, is the villain in a superman comic and and I just started picking more and more stuff up, and I really started getting into DC as well. So I was I was reading both DC and Marvel, uh, especially when they started gearing up for Infinite Crisis. I was like, oh, are they doing what I think they're doing? I went back hmm. and started reading the old Crisis on Infinite Earths, or Earths, as my kids tease me <laughs> for saying, because I say it too fast. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Welcome to Earth. I know exactly. <laughs> I said, but they're like, "What is? What are you talking about here?" But anyways, yeah, <laughs> Infinite Crisis uh, really kind of, kind of got me full on into mm. all things because every because of the fifty two, the countdown, uh, just everything led up to it. Everything fell yeah. out from it. It was it was pretty great, but it was around the new fifty two time where I was already starting to wash my hands of comics again, <laughs> just because it, it's. At some point, something's got to give. <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, well, what about you? What, what, like, so what's what's one of your favorite characters? I heard you kind of like maybe not agree with my comparison of, of Spider-Man <laughs> and Superman being being tied. So who, who would you say is like who would you say is your like your favorite? But also who would you say is like maybe one of the best characters? You know, because they can be uh, different. My- yeah, yeah. Uh, mine are probably the same. My favorite is Spider-Man, and I think he's, I think he's the greatest, you know, char- comic book character. Uh, Superman is definitely up there. He's definitely for me a, a close. I don't know. I, I don't even. 
I'll get into Superman. Uh, for me, Spider-Man is, he never gives up, you know, he, he will do everything possible, you know, to save a life or to, uh, to, to, he'll sacrifice himself, you know, to get the job done. I mean, every time, you know, he'll sacrifice his personal life, you know, he'll tank his job, his relationships, you know, if it comes down to doing what he has to do to, to save somebody, you know, he's going to get it done. And I just love that, that just indomitable, like spirit, you know, he's, I love a good, uh, underdog character that just is, is always like, he's just always in the dumps, you know, he's a sad sack. He's a lovable loser, you know, but Spider-Man is great. You know, Peter Parker suffers for it. Um, I just love that, like, cause and effect of that character. So, yeah, he's top on my list as far as favorite and what I think is the best. Um, I'd put, you know, Captain America is probably my number two, and then I'd say maybe Superman and... Um, I'm, I love uh, Green Lantern for the that willpower, that, you know, unbreakable will, mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing I really i am into. Um, yeah. Those are my like, I don't know, Mount Rushmore, I guess, of of comic book characters. <laughs> yeah, th- those are some good. I I've, I've always liked Green Lantern, but more because I just thought he was cool. Like, wouldn't it be awesome to have mm. one of those rings? You know, like, oh you don't, man, yeah. You don't have to have power per se. You just have to have a ring. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, yeah. You, you weren't born with it. You weren't freak accident or anything like right, that. Yeah. I don't know if I want radioactive spiders biting me. You know. <laughs> oh man. I remember watching Spider-Man, the, the movie, you know, in 2002. And at the end of it, he's swinging through the city and it's it's just, it's, you know, the music is swelling and he's swinging through New York. And I remember crying because I was, at that moment, I was like, I'm never going to, like, I, I think in the back of my head, a little part of me, a little childish part of me was like, I don't know, maybe one day I'll get some kind of superpower. And then watching that movie in that moment, I was like, I'll never be able to do that, you know? And it was just like, I was seeing it. I was happy to see it, you know, because it felt so real. And like, they finally brought Spider-Man on screen and, and made me believe a man could swing, you know? <laughs> and like it just hit me like, oh, wow, this this is the really real world. And what I'm seeing is, is you know, fantasy. And it just you know blew me away at the time. Uh, but it was like, oh, I'll, I'm never going to get there. You know, so kind of a, 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 what do you call it? A uh, double-edged sword of like, I love this thing, but it's also like crushing me because I realized like, yeah, I'll never, you know, get bitten by a, <laughs> a radioactive spider and get, get powers, you know? Um, well, but, way to bring everybody down. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, you hear that kid? Real Kids, real world sucks. <laughs> yeah. Lower those expectations now. because <laughs> You'll save yourself a lot of uh, heartbreak. Well, since we're sharing stories like that, I, I remember having a similar feeling of like, I'm never going to be Luke Skywalker. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. At, at far too old of an age. To, to, <laughs> oh, to yeah. Happy. No, <laughs> absolutely. In 2002, when I'm watching Spider-Man, I'm, I'm uh, 19, 18, 19. <laughs> Way too old to be like, maybe I'll get superpowers one day. Right. Well, that's, that's the thing. I was, I was in the... United States Marine Corps. I was probably about the same age, 18, 19. I remember just, I think I was watching Star Wars afterwards, and I was just like, you know, I was just like, man, 
I'm never going to be able to have like, you know, Jedi powers. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very funny that you say that you say that. Cause it's like, I had, it must be something about that. Like, you know, becoming a man and like losing your <laughs> yeah. innocence. And it's just yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've changed, you know, yeah. I'm a yeah. man now, you know, <laughs> childhood's over the moment, you know, you're never going to be a superhero. Right. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was, uh, I don't know, 11 or 12 maybe. And I, I more than anything, I desperately wanted to have a tail like Nightcrawler. I wanted a, a prehensile tail because it just seemed like, yeah, you could like, you know, swing it around. I mean, I was like watching the X-Men cartoon, you know, he was in a two episodes of that, I think. And I was playing the X-Men video game with him in it and collecting trading cards with, with Nightcrawler for a while. He was like my, my favorite character. Um, but yeah, I wanted a tail so bad when I was, my, my parents were really concerned uh, at the time. They were like, he, the kid wants a tail. I don't know what's wrong with him. But <laughs> Maybe he'll grow out of it. <laughs> I maintain that I, I think a tail would be super handy and, and fun as hell to have, but. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it, yeah it could be your friend, you know, especially. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little hat on it. <laughs> exactly. Do tricks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, when people ask, what, you know, what superpower would you want? Well, I think we just answered yours. You want a tail like Nightcrawler's. But yeah. Yeah. Somewhere it's between what... Spider-Man and Nightcrawler. Yeah. 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 It's not one I usually think of, but uh, it's valid. It's definitely valid. <laughs> uh, excellent. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's a lot of like us talking about, our comic history. Well, I will say like now what I'm, what I'm reading and probably for the past, I don't know, three years, maybe I probably had, uh, unlimited Marvel unlimited for two years, maybe, maybe three. But, um, what I've done is I went back to the sixties, you know, I went back to, to starting with fantastic four. Cause I'd never read, I never really cared for fantastic four. Um, but I decided like, I'm just going to go to where it started and I'm going to go in release order. So I started reading Fantastic Four until uh, whichever character came next, uh, Iron Man or Hulk, uh, probably Hulk. Um, And then, so what I've done is I treat it as if I'm going to, you know, the spinner rack as a, as a, not necessarily as a kid, but as if these comics are just coming out. So I read everything from uh, Fantastic Four, Hulk, uh, Strange Tales, Tales to Astonish, you know, which is like, well, that's Hulk and Namor. Tales of, Tales of Suspense, which is Iron Man and Captain America. And there's one more. Uh, but then like Thor and yeah, Doctor Strange, I, I, Avengers. Um, I read through all of those at X-Men as well. Um, but yeah, I read them in release order. So I'll read, you know, Avengers and then I jump to Iron Man and then I jump to Thor. Um, so I'll basically read all of those issues for that month. And then I go back and start, you know, at the cycle kind of all over again, I'll read the next issue. Um, like I said, just kind of, uh, treating it as if these issues are coming out. Um, you know, like I've got to wait, for the next issue so meantime i'm gonna read you know thor or captain america or whatever so it's been fun to go through to experience the marvel universe comic universe kind of um in order really 
So that's that's what I've been doing with the Marvel Unlimited app. And then I also did, like, first thing I did when I got the app was I read, I started with Amazing Fantasy and read all of Spider-Man. So I, I'm caught up, at, I'm like in the mid, almost late 90s with Spider-Man. Um, and then I start, like, probably somewhere in the, I was in, like, 70s or 80s, and then I went back and started reading, like like I said, all the Marvel stuff. So that's what I do with the app mostly. And then, I, yeah, of course, I read modern stuff. Um, I think you got me into, uh, you, you recommended Annihilation. And yeah. that turned me on to the cosmic side of Marvel. I never cared about anything cosmic Marvel related, you know. Silver Surfer, most of the Fantastic Four stuff I didn't care about, but characters like Quasar, you know, like who the hell, you know, um, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Nova, uh, couldn't care less about any of these characters. They were all just like, I recognize them by name, you know, and, and uh, by sight, but I couldn't tell you anything about most of those. But now it's like I've fallen in love with with cosmic, the, the cosmic side of Marvel, um, primarily that uh Abnett and Lanning kind of uh yeah I mean they they reinvented the cosmic Marvel universe like in the I think it was like 2006 you know and through like 2008 or 9 when they kind of wrapped everything up um so like uh, I've fallen in love with Nova I mean that's a he's a he's up there like he's probably up there as far as I'd maybe put him number 5 in my top you know favorite character list and everything so yeah he, he's a spider-man kind of yeah oh yeah for sure and, oh yeah and, you know early on when you know if i saw something from nova i, I just he was a new warrior he was you know i yeah. knew he was I, I just i didn't think of him in terms of basically green lantern core <laughs> sure um until until that annihilation stuff and i'm like oh no you're right they're like he's great i love him uh it's that that i was not a big um cosmic guy either i mean i like the infinity sagas and all that oh, yeah. stuff but yeah. as far i adam warlock i'm a, i mean <laughs> he, he, like he yeah. had to be a part of the infinity stuff but uh, yeah. the, the more yeah. he was used that like i loved him in infinity gauntlet but then the more i kept seeing of him the more i hated him okay uh, i was never because again i was never into that stuff that that's not what i collected i'm you know collecting spider-man at street level yeah. uh you know some avengers stuff here and there but uh you know that that run of annihilation annihilation conquest uh guardians of the galaxy rebirth all that stuff i was like it was so well done and yeah. I had already kind of started. Was, I think there was some Thor stuff where it, he was like King Thor, mm-hmm. and and it was like in the future, and it was a little more cosmic, and, and so that already kind of like got me willing to branch out, you know, <laughs> like cause I, was, yeah. I was reading that, and, and and yeah, so I'm like totally. Uh, There's some really good Thor stuff in the yeah mid mid to, yeah mid two thousands yeah two thousand six two thousand seven. There's a really good Thor run. And I've never would have read Thor, but going through reading Thor from the '60s, like he became one of my favorite characters. I love Thor now. Um, so yeah, I've been reading some of the more modern Thor stuff. I'm getting to the Jason Aaron Thor stuff. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm definitely going to. And 
Yeah, I, I really got into Thor with Eric Masterson and, and oh, okay, uh, you know, Bearded Thor, Thunderstrike, you know, <laughs> or Thunderstruck. Gotcha. Yeah, it just I I don't know. There was something about the look of the character then that I was, and then it made me be like, well, what happened to real Thor? Where's Thor? Yeah, you know, cause yeah. Because that's the thing. You know, I was collecting sporadically, and I wasn't collecting Thor, but I would get Avengers, and here's you know, here's a a guy pretended to be Thor basically, right? And, and I wanted to know like, well, where is real Thor? And I like I had a couple issues of where Thor came back, but I I'm like, well, how I never quite um, learned exactly how that predicament happened in the first place where Thor was missing and now Eric Master. I mean, I know how Eric Masterson's became Thor, but I never I never found out what happened with Thor. So that's something maybe through, <laughs> as we're yeah. going through this, you know, that that might you know, might come up and we might be able to, I might be able to learn something I didn't know yeah. <laughs> along the way. Um, but Thor, Thor is one of my favorites. And I, I think it was because of Eric Masterson. Of course, I love um, Chris Hemsworth as, uh, Oh yeah. As, yeah. as Thor. I mean, he's, I mean, I love Thor movies and Thor yeah. and the Avengers. Uh, I mean, he's no cap, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's, he's up there for me. So, yeah. Um, so, well, so speaking of, are there any events that you're looking forward to either rereading or reading for the first time? Um, let me think. <laughs> um, I'd like to, I never really read, uh, the dark Phoenix saga hmm. or, I mean, or the, the Phoenix saga. I mean, either of them. Um, I'm looking right. forward to some X-Men stuff like that, that I've never really gotten into. Um, I mean, the revisit, I revisited, um, Secret Invasion this last year, and that's that is a event that holds up. Um, I read all of the tie-ins, and that's like a hundred issues. Yeah, uh, you know when it's all said and done, <laughs> and that one that was fun. Um, but uh, no, I, th- there's definitely so much stuff from the '70s that I just I don't know. You know, uh, uh, we'll we'll get into it. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I wrote that question down. I didn't really think. <laughs> think, to an- think to answer it for myself. Right. Um, is there anything that that you can think of or that you are looking forward to? Well, I mean, one of the first things I did with the Marvel app was I, I went and reread Operation Galactic Storm, <laughs> which is uh, an Avengers late night, maybe 92, you know, clearly a play on Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> sure. Um, and it was a co- it was it was a kind of a cosmic thing. I remember liking it at the time. I I had most of the issues had a few gaps here and there so I if I hadn't already just reread that I that would have been top on my list to say oh I can't wait to reread yeah. that you know <laughs> yeah uh, but for some strange reason the Marvel app doesn't consider that a crossover huh. an event it's like not in a reading list I had to build the reading list myself oh, yeah. I mean all the issues are there but it's not I don't know why they just don't it's, hmm. uh, it's to me it's a, it was a pretty big story um, yeah anyways I, I I'm not sure. I mean, I love a lot of the X-Men, like, crossovers, like, because when everybody kind of gets together, and a sure. few years back, I reread Extinction Agenda. I like that. Uh, I actually, am, speaking of, I'm actually looking forward to reading Executioner's Song again, rereading that. Um, that one I really liked. Uh, I definitely think it, I feel like it'll hold up. I know some okay. people don't like it, but I thought it was amazing and <laughs> uh, it's something it's one i've revisited in the past but uh, i'm looking forward to reading that again and make sure i still you know agree with that uh, i'm with you a lot of the 70s especially some of the thanos stuff 
I, you know, I'm just not not really aware of it. It's not till Infinity Gauntlet where I finally start learning more right. cosmic stuff. So I, I wouldn't mind filling some gaps. I don't know how much I'm going to like them. Um, you know, I'm not oh. sure how. Like, oh, sorry, you gonna say something? I'm, I'm looking now. I'm looking through like the list of of events. Uh, the Kree Scroll War. Uh, some of that stuff. Like, I, I don't have any history with that. That one, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I actually loaned that to my daughter after we mm. watched Wanda and Scarlet. Um, I always say it Wanda yeah. and Scarlet Wanda, Wandavision <laughs> because they're both in it. Um, okay, and it yeah. was one I had read like easily accessible because I had the trade paperback. Uh, whether or not she read it is another story. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know those, some of those early stuff. You know, like I. I forget that the, the the plot sounds more epic than the actual issues are because I'm used to a more modern style. And then you read something from the seventies and eighties and you have to put yourself in that mindset <laughs> Yeah, that comics were different then. So you have to, and maybe this is the first time something happened. So like my expectations need to be a little lower sometimes because sure. you know, they hadn't perfected the line wide event or, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> It maybe it isn't, isn't as epic as it sounds when you hear somebody talk about it. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll definitely, that's something that, you know, we will probably discuss. Yeah. Anything that you're not looking forward to? Civil War. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I I think it's a great idea. In fact, as a matter of fact, <laughs> when they announced that Captain America 2 was going to be Civil War, or no, no, that was Winter Soldier. Three. Yeah, three was going to be Civil War. I was like, why? Gonna... <laughs> you know, by that point, I hadn't freaking realized that I should give you know utmost faith in Mar- MCU that they're not sure. going to because because what they did is they took a great idea and and distilled it down to a great movie mm. where where I think you know Mark Millar has great ideas. He's not good at writing a good story. Um, and then I think the way, if, just for me, and I, I should save this for when we finally get there, but uh, I didn't like a lot of the tie-ins to it because there was no oh. consistency. People were yeah. acting out of character all the time. Uh, they would depict the, the the negative zone prison one way in the main series, and then it looked worse than Guantanamo Bay in the next series. <laughs> I'm mean, seriously, and it was supposed to be yeah. Guantanamo Bay. And of course, at the time, I'm a now an adult reading this, and I'm like, yeah. Please try to separate politics away from the comic. Not saying the comic shouldn't be pol- political. I'm telling myself, don't yeah. read into you know what's going on. Take the story for what it is. And and I just like I couldn't read the main thing and then the tie-ins and then I couldn't make them make sense to each other. And and I'm sure. just I, you know I love the Punisher. I thought I didn't really like. I just didn't like it. You know I just didn't mm. like it. You know that's <laughs> all there is to it. There was a lot of things that didn't make sense to me. But I understand, like, it's a great idea, and I like how things, like, kind of f- spilled out from that event, and it and it cascaded into, or it, like, dominoed into all these other events that came after, which I really like. Sure. So, it, it's a big, seminal thing. I think I'm in the minority, too, of saying, I don't like it. Um, right. So, in one respect, I am looking forward to revisiting it to see yeah. if I still don't like it. Because it's far enough away from real world events (laughs) of what was going on at the time. But also, I can also understand, like, stuff that used to drive me nuts doesn't drive me as nuts now. Uh, Like I said, the inconsistency between one title and the next. 
um, that's you know that's not the end of the world. But there are some things in there I'm sure I'm going to still hate. And sure. I'll point them out when we get there. <laughs> but, <laughs> now that'll that'll be fun to talk about. I I, yeah. I I think when I think of Civil War, like that to me is the one event I think that has had the made the biggest ripples in the in the Marvel comic universe. Like I think it is like everything that came after it for a long time was a direct, you know, it's like you go from civil war to uh, like annihilation is going on kind of the same time. And you find out that no one came to help with annihilation because they just thought like, it's just like a border dispute. Right. And we're (laughs) fighting amongst ourselves, you know, here on earth. Um, And then that leads into like uh, planet uh, Hulk, planet Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, Secret, invasion, Secret Invasion, and then yeah. uh, and then you got like Dark Rain. Dark, well, yeah, Siege and Dark Rain, like just yeah, one event after the next. I I think really like kind of tie back to Civil War. So I think it, I I would say it did the most as far as pulling the Marvel universe together, while at the same time like driving a huge wedge between everybody. You know, um, oh yeah, for sure. You like, know, it, it's a very important comic yeah it's an important run yeah you know whether you like it or not i think it it, right. it changed the marvel universe more than any other event i think um because yeah. most other events it, it seems like everything goes back to status quo you know like think about you know infinity gauntlet it's this great story that goes for is it six issues? I think it's six it, issues. I you think know, it's but six. nothing nothing really changes because it goes back to status quo at the end of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, right. several other things like uh, Secret Wars. It literally, like, everyone comes back and they, they, they arrive back on Earth like the exact moment they left or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like Slight- no one knows... Yeah, slight changes, nothing, yeah, long, nothing, yeah. nothing. I mean, slight changes to some characters here and there. Yeah, nothing that line wide changes Marvel as a whole. You yeah, know? now yeah. probably over in the X Men side of things, like I would say the Phoenix stuff, you know, had lasting repercussions. But I don't know the that era of X Men well enough to know like what changed. You know. Um, so I, I would say the one story I'm not looking forward to is Age of Apocalypse. And that's probably because uh, I, I didn't read it at the time. I was aware of it. Like, I remember, like, oh, Wolverine looks cool, cooler and different, you know. Um, and I, I knew, you know, vague things about it. And then a couple of years ago, I, I tried reading it on Marvel Unlimited, and I just could not get into it. So that's one that I'm not really looking forward to. I can kind of get that because even at the time I thought it was the most amazing thing that was going on because, you know, I led, I read Legion quest. I was reading all the X-Men stuff leading up to it and I did my best to get everything <laughs> that I could. Yeah. Um, but I still, I do have gaps of what I collected, but I, I, if I recall, there was still some, some aesthetics to that, you know, series I didn't like. And yeah. there was still some, you know, like, well, like, Excalibur was, you know, I'm just using that as an example. Maybe it was Generation Next or whatever that I, I was just like, eh, you know, <laughs> I don't like what they're doing here, but it's still part of the story. But overall, yeah. I, I thought that was great. And, and I do I do want to revisit, but I think it would be hard 
I think we'd almost have to do it in a in a way that like you kind of did with the early '60s stuff is go yeah. go from one issue to the next, not one series to the next, because they mm. all, they all kind of there's like a you know bookends, and I think stuff happens in between, you know, like in between that you can't just read one, then go back and read the other, and then you know, yeah, to, to get because you got to get to the point of where you know everything goes back to you know normal spoiler, alert. sure. But I do think that would be hard to to read. Um, and have the same effect, but so I, I, I probably will not like it as much just for that. Um, yeah, but I, I'm curious to see because I loved that at the time, I thought it was a cool. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they did this! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that kind of I think ties into uh, what the plan is for this podcast. Like, we've said now we're an event podcast, but what does that mean? Like you know, and we looked at several websites that, that publish, like, here's a list of every event, you know, and most of the lists start with, uh, Reed and Richard, Reed Richards and Sue Storm's wedding from 1965, you know, Fantastic Four annual number three. But it's like, if you think about it, you know, this, this really all starts with, uh, we decided, you know, this starts with the introduction of Namor and Human Torch back in 1939. So that's where we're starting. You know, we're going to, it's not necessarily an event that the, you know, the characters were introduced. We're not going to do every single Marvel character introduction as a, as a, as an event, but we thought it made sense to start there. Um, we're going to do their first meeting which is going to be like uh, maybe our second official episode, um, you know, and, and I think along the way we're going to do, we're going to talk about other things like, you know, here in, in the 1940s, a lot of the Marvel writers and artists, they leave, they go to war. Um, I think we're going to do an episode on that. So it'll kind of be a comic book history podcast and a world history podcast in, in a way. Like we're going to do like special episodes like that, I think. Yeah, I think I think the mission statement, as you said, is we'll hit the we'll hit the big events, but we have different ideas of what it constitutes an event, as opposed to some of these other, um, you know, even Marvel doesn't list some of the stuff that I would consider an event. Yeah, uh, in their crossover, which is, is you know on their website, which is crazy to me. So <laughs> you know we we've kind of discussed and we'll continue to discuss, and I'm sure we'll miss stuff. So people can please feel yeah. free to let us know. Um, and I'm sure Travis will tell you where you can do that, uh, you know, before we, <laughs> before we go, but, uh, you know, we're, we want to hit the big events, the big crossovers, the big storylines. They, they don't mm -hmm. necessarily have to be line wide events, but of course, if it is line wide, we're pretty much hitting it, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and then, and, but to us, the introduction of say Captain America would be an event you know, uh, for some sure. Of the, yeah. But, but, but not, not flag smasher, you know, like, so we don't <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. hit every, you know, like you said, but some of the big guys, because you're, we're going to see them again. And, and they're, they're characters that, you know, there's, there's fallout even to, to them just being there. So you yeah. want to get into the background, but you're right. Uh, we've already talked about a few kind of special episodes that we want to hit because it is a timeline of, of the events and we're keeping most of this in Marvel universe. However, there are things outside of <laughs> reality affects the, the universe like war, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and some of these create, uh, well, they're all the creators are worthwhile. Some 
have had a bigger influence than others. And some had, you know, we, it may, it may be worth talking about, you know, some of these creators, uh, on an own, uh, on their own episode. So that way we can focus on their story when we get to the story, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I think, I think it should be fun. And, and, um, yeah, I, you know, we're, we're here to educate ourselves and others. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think we'll get a lot out of this. I mean, I've already, you know, in doing the research for, uh, you know, Marvel comics, number one from 39, like learning about the, the guy that created human torch, you know, Carl Burgos, and then, uh, Bill Everett who created, uh, Namor, like, you know, these guys are interesting people uh, that, I never knew. I I could never have told you who came up with Human Torch. I could have told you that Human Torch's name is Jim Hammond, but, but I didn't know the guy that created him and and kind of his some of his story. But um, so yeah, I think it's it's going to be worthwhile to. We're going to be talking about the people that created these these characters and these events. At least in the in in the beginning here. Um, I don't know how much we're going to have to talk about in the Atlas comics days. I mean, we're going to look and see what's, what's there. I mean, a lot of that stuff is available on Marvel unlimited, but as far as new characters that have long lasting, you know, careers from Atlas, I, I don't know that there's going to be many, you know, I think that's kind of the time period where it was a lot of, uh, Western comics and romance comics and, uh, yeah. You know, monster, stuff like that. Yeah. Monster. monster yeah. 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 So yeah. we may not do as many episodes that touch on Atlas, but who knows? We might find some stuff to that's that's worthwhile. Um, I hope so. And nothing nothing says we can't go back if we miss something. Yeah. Yeah. The idea. Yeah. Yeah. The idea will be to kind of hit everything in release order, in order, you know. But yeah, there's no rules that say we can't. Oh, we, we missed this thing or this character or uh this creator let's go back and look at it you know um so yeah we'll kind of keep it loose we're not going to publish a master list of every single event that we plan to cover because we want to keep it kind of fluid um we'll probably announce what we're planning to do next um maybe the next two things we're going to talk about or something like that so you have you have a chance to to read ahead um that sort of thing and and I, I would like to welcome questions and comments. So, you know, read ahead and, you know, ask us, send us questions about whatever event we're going to be talking about next, um, that sort of thing. And we can address those on uh, future episodes and, and you know, yeah, that'd be great. Have our own like letters column. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll do our best thing. We'll do our best Stan Lee to, you know, we'll do, we'll get on our soapbox and, yeah. and we'll go from there. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, let's see. Well, well, where can they, you know, where can they find us then? We're pretty much a Marvel events pod on, let's see on Twitter and Instagram. And then we'll, we haven't created it yet, but there will be a Facebook group. I, I imagine, um, because I think we'll we'd like to get some interaction going over there and just have a kind of build our own community there, have a a place where listeners can come and just you know talk and and talk about either the episode itself or you know just comic book stuff in general. So that'll uh, I think that'll be in the show notes of this episode. We'll we will establish it by the time we publish. <laughs> you know, 
yeah, that's kind of the plan. You know, we're, it's not going to be a news show. You know, we're not going to be doing like up to date uh, comic book news or, or movie news because, you know, we want this to kind of be evergreen and we're, we're not necessarily publishing these episodes uh, right after we record them. So um, and we will have guests, I think, in the future. So if there's a, you know, an event that you're really looking forward to or you've never read before, but you want to be a guest on, you know, I think we're going to be open to that. So we'll, we'll figure out that how to kind of organize that down the road. But, uh, but we will have guests for sure. Um, Yeah. 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 Right. Right now it's just like the creation of the Marvel universe is very fluid. (laughs) Uh, you know, we're, we're finding our feet and, and I think we're, um, but I think we have a plan and, and I think we have a solid plan and I really hope that, you know, People listening to this, uh, you know, tell your friends, anybody you know that might be interested in comics or, or podcasts, uh, you know, we'd love to have as many people join us on our journey through the Marvel Universe. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, you know, we're, we're going to be shilling the hell out of uh, the Marvel Unlimited app. So, you know, throw something our way. You know, I am not above pimping for Marvel. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Make mine Marvel. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, you can find me on, on Twitter at that Travis bow. Um, I'm on Instagram. What am I on Instagram? Who cares? Tebow Baggins. Tebow Baggins. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, you can find me over on real comic heroes. That's real with two E's. Uh, we'll, we'll continue going through comic book movies over there. Um, you can find my completed, uh, movies by minutes podcast uh, just search watchmen minute pretty much everywhere that's kind of where what i've been up to so you can you can you know check those things out what about you brian yeah uh i mean my my twitter is lockhart brian and it's b-r-y-o-n it's not b-r it's not byron it's not byron basically (laughs) (laughs) it's lockhart brian uh and you know that's my personal twitter but i also have i you know run the marine corps movie minute um you know social media so we have the marine corps movie minute pod over on instagram and mcmm underscore podcast for um twitter as well so if anybody wants to you know find me there um we'd you know i'd be happy to chat with you and again if you want to check out the podcast while you're there (laughs) feel free (laughs) gotta do a little shilling yeah. Um, yeah. That. That's it. That's. That's where I. And of course, you can find Travis and I both at at the Marvel uh, events, social media stuff. Yeah. So I guess uh, look forward to the next episode. We will be talking about Marvel Comics number one from uh, August or October of 1939. I want to say it was released in August, but has a, has a cover date of October, I think is the way that works. I think that was something um, like that. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah, we're going to be talking about that issue. It's available on Marvel unlimited. Uh, we're going to primarily focus on the, uh, human torch and Namor sections. We are going to talk about kind of the rest of the book. There's like f- three or four other stories, but you know they don't have they don't have the legs that uh, Human Torch and Namor do. So we're going to talk about them, but not as in depth as as those two main uh, stories. So sounds like a plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know how we're going to end these episodes, but I I think 
Well, since this is our pilot episode, yeah. I think they can forgive us until we, <laughs> yeah. until we, until we finally figure out, you know, <laughs> the best way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have something in mind? <laughs> um, I just keep. I was thinking, make mine Marvel, but that's obviously just stealing from from, uh, you know, our betters. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll we'll find something, some other way to to end these episodes. But right. I think for now, I'll just say, you know, thanks for listening, and uh, should be a fun journey. Yeah, a journey through the time stream. I don't know. I'm 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 trying it live. You know. <laughs> I don't I, I don't mind that. I, I don't mind that. Okay. Come back next time for the continuing journey with Travis and Brian. Until then. Join the conversation over at facebook.com slash groups slash Marvel Events Timeline. On Twitter and Instagram at Marvel Events Pod, or email the show at marveleventspod at gmail.com. <laughs>